Constructing your life is about much more than just building a bank account. Each week, join real estate entrepreneur and mindset coach Austin Linney as he interviews guests who are constructing their dream lives and impacting the world around them on a daily basis. If you're an entrepreneur or wanting to start a business, or you just want to hear motivating stories of how others have overcome the odds, you are in the right place. And now for your host, Austin Linney. Guys, welcome to Construct Your Life. Austin Linney here. We've got uh, another rant coming your way. What we're going to talk about today is when you finally break free of the victim mentality and, and what that does for you uh, in your soul, in your heart, and uh, in your life, really. And the easiest way I can describe the bunker victim mentality uh, is, you know, such a negative headspace, right? It's such a um, me against the world. It's um, a woe is me. It's, um, you know, oh, well, here we go again. Here we go. You know, I mean, I'm the person that doesn't deserve anything good. You know, it's such a... Do you understand how annoying that personality is to be around? Because I was that guy for a long time. Not all the time, but I was some of the times. Do you know how, like, we call those people vampires. They suck the fucking energy out of the room and out of you. And it's disgusting. Because we live in a society where all options are available. The only thing holding you back is your mindset and the limitations that you put on yourself. But my specialty is the bunkered in victim mentality people because they refuse to be happy. They refuse to think of a different option because they're so ingrained in the cycle of negativity in the cycle of the, the scarcity mindset, the scarcity thoughts that they refuse to come out of it. And what you have to do with that is you have to take ownership. It doesn't mean that you're going to forgive everybody that wronged you or anything that happened to you. But regardless of what happened to you, there's ownership abounds for everybody. And it wasn't until... I'm going to paint a picture for you. I grew up on a country club a five-bedroom house with a pool, a maid. And fast forward a year and a half later, I'm living in 50-square-foot closet on a single mattress with a fan in a closet. That's right, I said a closet. It's very dark in there. You ever been in a closet? It's dark as shit. There ain't no windows. There ain't no maid. Sometimes if we get locked in there, I never told anybody that. <laughs> It'd make for a long night because <laughs> they'd be asleep and nobody would let you out. And you're, you're left with your thoughts. And one of the thoughts is, okay, how did we get here? Well, how we got here was not taking ownership of the choices that were made to get me there. 
And what you have to realize is until you take full ownership of who you are, until you take ownership of the choices that you've made to get you to where your life is, you can't change. But here's the greatest thing in the world. America loves a comeback story, baby. They love it. The number one post that I get comments on is the before and after picture. We are a before and after society. We sell the sizzle, baby. We do the same thing when we flip houses. Look at the look at this. Look what I turned it into. Who gives a shit? You're going to sell the house. You're going to move on to another one. You don't care about the family that's going to buy that house. Because my issue is, is that, oh, that's Austin, right? That's Austin. He got better, but I can't get better. And if you tell yourself that, you already lost. Because I'm, what I'm about to describe to you is the greatest feeling that exists on the planet. And for anybody that's been in recovery or anybody that was a drinker or wasn't or had a bad relationship and it was toxic, they will understand what I'm talking about. The moment that I had a man ask me, okay, well, hold on. You've, you've created a lot of stories around why you were the reason your parents got divorced. And, and you've combined those stories. And can you imagine all the stories you've told yourself over 20 years and you've stacked stories on stories and you've band-aids on band-aids and wounds on wounds. But let's go back to the moment when your parents decided to get divorced. What actually happened? What took place? Well, my parents got divorced. <laughs> okay. And then what story did you tell yourself 20 years what reality did you create in your mind right and when I found out why they really got divorced and then my entire world was shattered because the existence that I lived on that fueled who I was and and my identity was destroyed and that's why I talk about identity all the time because if your identity is wrapped up in a story that you've created, when that story comes to fruition and it doesn't exist, then you have no idea who the fuck you are. But if you live your life on your core values of who you are, no matter where you live, who you're with, you can be yourself. And when I sat down and I said, you know what? I called my dad and I said, you know what? I, you know, I want to take ownership of, of what I did in this, uh, you know, this fight that we've had for years and, and all this stuff. And I just want to let you know that I'm sorry I, I acted inappropriate and all these things like that. I remember where I was. I was at work on a break and it felt like 90 pounds of of weight and bullshit and lies and stress and anxiety and all that stuff. I felt like shackles just bounced off my legs and I was floating like a fucking Eagle 
because for the first time in my life, I was allowed to live for myself instead of my story. And it's a very empowering feeling. But here's what's crazy. I didn't truly forgive myself for another two months. And I've never told anybody this story. I was at an Airbnb in Canyon Lake. And it was very foggy in the morning. Like, can't see in front of your face foggy. Everybody was upstairs. It was early in the morning. I was downstairs on a patio that overlooked this valley. And there was a lake. And I was very stoned. Smoking a lot of weed. Wasn't drinking, but I was smoking a lot of weed. And I had Kings of Leon in my head. And I was listening to, I think, The End or something. And I leaned out on the edge of that thing covered in fog. And I cried for like 20 minutes. And it, it made me... I forgave myself, my 17-year-old self, for everything that went on and a feeling of euphoria washed over me and i sat there and i sat back and you realize all the stories that you've made up right and all the all the lies that your mind created were, were gone in that, in that moment. And I realized that I didn't want 10 hundred single family rentals. I didn't need to be the, the biggest, uh, you know, investor in the world to prove to my dad that, do you love me dad? Like, what the fuck is that? But a lot of us live in a, in a world where we're trying to make our parents happy or our grandparents or our loved ones or whatever. And we don't take five seconds to realize what we need, what really churns us up. And if you, if you spend a little time with yourself and you took ownership of who you are and you, and you ask yourself what you truly need in this world, I guarantee it's not a lot. But we surround ourselves with, with things and stories. That's our favorite thing is things and stories which are very expensive for two reasons. One, things cost money and the stories are going to, you're going to need therapy. <laughs> but we mask those stories and things with, we, we double combine them with alcohol and drugs because it's much easier to watch Netflix and drink and go, it's Sunday, I watch football. I'm not going to deal with what's going on in my life. And then that routine turns into again and again. And, a, and guess what? Like six years pass. And then your son or your daughter has to ask what's wrong with mom or dad. And do you understand as a parent, you have 18 summers. 18. Count them with your kid and he might be gone or might be college or get married and everybody's walking around like we got all the fucking time in the world. Oh, well, I'm not going to lean into my relationship with my friends because they'll always be there. Well, maybe they won't. I'm not going to text that person that I care about to see how they're doing 
because they're always going to be there until they're not. Every day that you waste being bunkered in and feeding yourself that load of horse shit that you've been telling yourself for all these years is a, is a day that people miss the true you. And I no longer will live in that world because the true me is fucking badass. He's fun. He's a little sexy, a lot of sexy, actually. He's fun. He helps. He wants to work hard. He laughs. He has fun. And he's going to make a difference on this world because it's what I was born to do. So I'm begging you, I'm pleading with you to break the chains that bind you. I think there's a song in there. And get back to living. Man, L-I-V-I-N, motherfucker. It's a beautiful, beautiful world out there. And we have restricted our minds with stories and limiting beliefs. And you deserve to be broken free. So this is my message to you today. I hope, I hope it hits a nerve. I hope it strikes a nerve. And I want you to share this with any friend that you think needs it. All right? We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Construct Your Life with Austin Lenny. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and pay it forward by sharing with a friend. Most importantly, take this opportunity to start constructing your life by taking immediate action on what you learned. For show notes, resources, and more information on one-on-one coaching with Austin, visit constructyourlifepodcast.com.